Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Cassidy. And we're two 21-year-olds from Canada. And it's our turn to tell you our side of the story. We're going to give you some tips and tricks on all things to do with concerts and tours. And show you what it's really like to be a fangirl. Stay tuned and we'll show you the ins and the outs of this lifestyle. And tell you some interesting stories along the way. Because it's finally our, our turn. turn. Hello, guys, and welcome to episode 10. Oh, I think it's episode 10. Did you it check? Is. I forgot to check. We're really bad at this. I think it's episode 10. I'm pretty sure we posted episode 9 last week. How are you guys doing today? I hope you're doing well. Today we have an exciting episode. It kind of correlates to last week's episode on our uh, travel stories. It's not necessarily... This. Last week we did stories. Mm-hmm. This week we're kind of telling you things the, that you should make sure you do and like tips, tips and tricks that kind of stuff yeah i but mean it's still fun to talk about because it gets us in the spirit of same spirit of traveling for shows exactly exactly so as you guys have probably heard if you've seen any of the other wow love not being able to speak if you've seen any of the other episodes about like traveling and our story times and stuff you'd probably know that we've had our fair share of mishaps We've had so many mishaps, but that's why we know the things we know now and know what not to do. And we know what to do now. So we're going to share that knowledge with you guys, and hopefully you won't make the same mistakes that we did, and hopefully, yeah, just pretend I, it's it's fine, it's fine, just, it's fine, but yeah, hopefully your experience will be smooth sailing, unlike a lot of we're going to kind of give you some trips on what to do to make it smooth sailing, we're also going to. I said tips. Okay. We're going to give you some tips to do on how to make it smooth sailing. And then we're also going to give you some tips on how to make it a little bit cheaper because travel is not cheap. But there are ways to make it cheaper than what it is. So I think we should probably start on the whole planning because that's kind of the first thing you tend to do, which is a very, very, very important aspect of it. I mean, like, you don't have to plan way in advance. I know some people like last minute trips, and like, those are totally We've done good a couple too. of last minute trips. Mm-hmm. Like some people plan like way ahead of time. We planned a trip like a month a month beforehand. Yeah, we just kind of were like, let's just go. And Australia, pretty last minute. You plan New York like what a week and a half before it seemed. Yeah, like? I saw the show, and then I was like, mm, I want to see it again. Let's well, just go. And then my mom was like, no. And I was like, yeah. And my flight's about to buy. She was like, who are you going with? And I was like, myself. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so basically, when you are planning, make sure you do your research beforehand. Even if it's like a little bit of research and it's a last minute trip, look into stuff. I love Expedia. We always check We do. Expedia. We check a bunch of different places. What is it? Orbits or something Orbit. is another one. Expedia and Orbits are the two main ones we always check. Yeah. We- um, and then I also tend to check um their google reviews too do you want to make sure that you're not going to a place that has bed bugs yes yeah and is like in a dangerous part of town you want to kind of make yeah, sure you check reviews. google or TripAdvisor. make sure you're not booking something that is great in pictures but gross. horrible in person yeah yeah so and so, you never so know that's what a really good way of making you think it's gonna look better than it is Oh yeah, that happens way too many times. So just make sure you do your research beforehand. But yeah, first thing I feel like a lot of people do is planning flights. Like we said, check the sites. But I feel like honestly, I personally do this. So I feel like a lot of people don't. I don't know. I don't know if people like early flights. But I love early flights because I feel like you have the whole day then. Yeah. And so I, I definitely like early flights. I'd rather be up early and because you can 
sometimes sleep on a plane. Exactly. Like, if you're I going to... I don't always sleep on a plane, but sometimes you can. Like, if you're going to take the day off work, might as well book it early, get and going, get, get to the city. Also, you can get there. Exactly. You never know if there's going to be, like, a delay on the flight or not. Because, like, when I flew to Florida this last time, we were supposed to be there around dinner time, and we didn't end up getting there till like, 9 p.m. because there were so many delays, and, like, yeah. we got stuck in Texas. You, if you can avoid it, try not to fly in on the day of a show. Yes. That's another huge thing. Or, and if you have to fly in on the day of a show, make sure it is, like, an early flight. Like, you're getting there for 9 a.m. just in case yeah. something requires. Like, when we flew from san diego to vegas we had to fly on the day of the show because obviously you're doing back-to-back shows it's very very hard to go night of but like when i did australia i was able to do a flight the day in between Mm -hmm. so i didn't have to go on the same day. yeah ideally that would be great but it doesn't always work out that way so if you are going going on tour chances are the shows are back to back at some point so yeah try to either book a greyhound for the morning super 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 early or a flight super early that way yeah. if there is delays or traffic or whatever it might be you can still get there in time try like, to avoid greyhounds for same day shows if you can because they are or not, just in general yeah but it is a cheaper way and we i've taken greyhound plenty of times it's only the one time i've been screwed over by greyhound Mm. like I traveled all of Australia in a Greyhound like yeah I guess it does does depend on where you're going and stuff but there's also like Um, Megabus and stuff like that too but there's all the different like bus options that you can take um but try to if you can if they have a late enough one you can leave the night before so that you're there really Mm -hmm. early in the morning if not take the first one out but try to avoid that on a same day show because Like I said, they're not always reliable. There can be traffic. It can break down. And with a bus, like with a plane, if a plane breaks down, it could be a little bit easier to get you on another flight going somewhere. Mm -hmm. Whereas if that bus breaks down, you are pretty much screwed. Yeah. Like for us, we took going from Costa Mesa to San Diego, we took a Greyhound because it was only a couple hours and it just wasn't worth it to try and fly from like either LA or Anaheim to San Diego. Because it would have taken us 45 minutes to get the airport from Anaheim and then the flight and then yeah it was just like not worth it plus the amount of money it would have spent for like a 30 minute flight Greyhound was much more feasible option because even if the Greyhound did break down for that we could have gotten Ubers and stuff too yeah we were definitely I mean it wouldn't have been cheap but like we could have done it I think it was like two hundred dollars yeah but still it's like if someone would have just picked us up and drove us there it realistically it's split three ways two hundred dollars yeah maybe a little bit more but not by that much like yeah yeah, we should have just done that honestly now thinking about it but that's why you plan that's why you do your research and check into things beforehand so you know enough or you have a parent going with you another good way is if it's not a like a far distance between it drive yes like when we do seattle and portland we drive It was so much easier. If you do have a car, another great thing is drive at night. Drive after the show. If you're doing back-to-back shows, like we said, try and drive out after the show. So then that way you're there in the morning and you don't have to worry about like... But if you do that, you do have to make sure you contact the hotel Mm -hmm. beforehand so you can get it early otherwise. Exactly. Yeah. Again, whole thing, research, make sure you look into all the details beforehand and you have everything all organized. And speaking of organization, have all of your stuff together. Print yeah. out your documents, print out your flights and like concert tickets, everything like that. That's personally what both of us do. <laughs> I bring a little folder and I have yeah. 
copies of everything, all of our itineraries, all of our hotel check-ins, all of our flight information, all of that. And I have, in case phones aren't also aren't that reliable and sometimes they can crap out on you. Especially so traveling internationally for us. Yeah. It's definitely nice to have it physical. I do the same thing and like we always make sure we have our stuff before we go. We actually a couple of times have had cop- like doubles of stuff because like I'll have a copy, she'll have a copy just in case because like you never know what's going to happen and keep that in your carry-on. Do not let that go backpack under the plane. Is place to put it mm-hmm. in case you, when you need to get it out, it's easier to get it out of a backpack and like a holder yes. than it is to try and find it in your carry-on suitcase. Exactly. It saves you a lot of time and a lot of struggles when you do end up needing it. So be prepared, be smart. Also pack light. Yes. Very important. That's another way to make it much cheaper is to pack light because then you don't need to bring a suitcase. You can just bring a carry-on suitcase and a backpack. Yeah. Um, As long as you're, I mean, I went somewhere for six months and I only took a backpack, but that's because I was backpacking. Most people can't do that. Depending on how long you're going for, you might need to bring a second suitcase. Like, if you're only going for a week, you can pull off a... Probably fit it in a backpack and a carry-on suitcase, and that saves you... For most airlines, it saves you the cost of checking a suitcase. Again, research it, figure it out. If you have to pay for a carry-on, check a suitcase. It's just way more feasible. It's a little bit more, but honestly, it's just so much more worth it. it. You can also share with who you're traveling with. Exactly. Plus, not only that, you can put I would never be able to fill a whole suitcase. I went to Australia for three weeks, and I didn't fill a whole suitcase. I couldn't even fill a whole suitcase. And you put your carry-on inside of your suitcase, didn't you? I did. But that's because you had, you left it at one place and you needed it. So it made sense, but. But the only reason I really brought a big suitcase to Australia was because it was included on all my flights. Yeah. So it's like, why not? Why not? Exactly. You don't have to worry about travel size containers and stuff too. Yeah. That's the nice thing about a big suitcase is you can bring whatever products you want. I mean, but then you have to worry about the weight. So still the first point that we made was pack light and still pack light because your suitcase can only weigh a certain amount unless you want to pay over. Yes, which is not worth it. Speaking of packing light, even if you're packing light, make sure you bring something warm. Even if you're going somewhere in the summer, like, and you don't think you're going to need it. Sometimes it's cold at night. Exactly. I got cold in Australia and I didn't know, I never, I didn't have enough jackets. I had jackets, but not enough. Yeah, like in Vegas, I was freezing. In San Diego, I was freezing at night. Like, it gets cold sometimes. This was in July and like, Vegas is a pretty hot place to go in the summer. Like at nighttime, it cools down. The sun's not out. It's not as hot as it was. I'm not as bad as Jess when it comes to getting. I get cold really cold. I mean, right now I'm cold, but it's also November in Canada, so. So it makes sense. Pack it just in case. You never know. It's worth it just to bring it. You can always throw it in your carry-on, your backpack, tie yeah. it around your waist, use it as a pillow on the plane. Like planes are a lot of times cold too, so bring yeah. it. That's going to be, yeah. There's certain items that you don't need to overpack, but then there's certain items that you want to pack extra of. Pack like extra socks. socks and, like, underwear and stuff. You never yes. know, like, what you're going to need. Like, for instance, Jess stepped in a puddle of mud and needed extra socks, and she mm-hmm. didn't have them. I did have them. They just were in my suitcase, so I couldn't um, get to them. Yeah. But um, I had to fly from San Diego to Vegas with a muddy and disgustingly soggy, yeah. wet sock, and sh- I think I took my sock off, actually. You well, know like, what? A lot of people I will threw count. my socks away. Yeah. I don't blame you. I would have done the same thing. A lot of people count how many days they're gone and just bring that amount. Pack I two extra. It's 
Oh, see, I pack way more extra. Because it's do. not like it weighs a lot and it takes up a lot of space. So, like, if I'm going for seven days, I bring 14. I double it just in case. Oh, yeah, you don't every need that many. Day, I step in a puddle and I need a different pair of socks. Oh, see, I tend to bring, like, two, maybe three extra, depending on... Yeah, no, on... I, like, double the amount. Yeah. You can also do that, but, again, pack light. Pack but... light, but that stuff doesn't really, like, exactly. for, like, underwear and socks, I can fit them in my bras. Exactly, it yeah, like, it's not... So, yeah. I'm not talking about, like, shoes. Don't pack too many shoes. No. Only, like... Realistically, are you going to wear them all? Like, exactly. have your pair of shoes, have your other pair of shoes, have your sandals... You need more than that. Like, if you're gonna wear heels, you should be able to wear a pair on the plane too. So, like, exactly. I know people that can just pack like an entire suitcase of shoes. I could. I, I wouldn't don't wear them. Shoes. I would not wear them. And that's the thing is, I so many times I'll pack so many things like extra shirts and extra socks and extra shorts and extra shoes, and like I won't ever need them. And the thing is, do I really need to pack them? Like the socks, okay, sure. The t-shirt, you know what? Okay, because I bought a new one, that's why I didn't wear them. But the eight pairs of pants that I brought that I didn't wear a single one. And, like, pants, it's kind of, like, you can wear the same pants with different shirts. Exactly. And, like, a lot of the times people aren't going to notice. Because a lot of the times when I used to go places with my family, I'd bring a pair of pants for every day. But it would always be leggings. You wouldn't be able to tell that I brought a different pair of pants. Yeah. It's, like, as it depends on what you're doing. If you're going four by four and getting muddy and stuff, okay, fine. But, like, yeah. if you're just going from show to show or whatever, like... With shows, it is a little bit harder because you do want to have a different outfit every day. But this is so what like, we we did is we had our concert outfits, we had our show outfits, and then we also had our travel outfits. So, like, we had our hoodies. We knew we were going to buy hoodies. So we had a hoodie and then the one we bought and then, like, a pair of leggings and a pair of shorts. And that's what we used to travel in. We had our travel stuff, which was, like, our merch and our comfy clothes, which was super lightweight, rolled up into nothing, T-shirt and shorts, whatever. And then our actual outfits. you start outfits. traveling a lot, too, you get a lot better at packing it as well. Exactly. Um, you can roll it. That saves space. Sometimes, it depends on what it is, I found. But a lot of times, you can roll your items, like t-shirts or pants, and it saves a lot of space. Yeah. Exactly. You'll, as you're packing, you'll learn different ways to pack things and have them fit better. Like, there's packing cubes, there's rolling, there's mm-hmm. doing it flat, there's doing it standing up. And you'll find a way that works better for you. So we took Taylor on her first flight, or at least her first flight in a long time. I think it was her first flight. flight. Yeah, it was her first flight ever. But, oh my god, it was so funny watching her try and pack that suitcase. Oh my god, I was like, move over, I'm taking over. (laughs) Yeah, well, because we both are, um, well, Jess definitely goes on more planes, or has been on more planes than I have, because her family does trips every year. Mine does not. Not this year. We can't, this year's a different year. We don't Actually, talk about I this. did go on a trip this year. I went on a trip in February. Um, but yeah, trying to watch her, uh, and like her suitcase was so like because she it had a so very own bag, like she had on top had all of her like makeup in it, so it was like really heavy. Mm-hmm. And so she'd put it on top because it had like a sleeve on the back to hold it against, and it would just fall over. And I'm like, Taylor, no. And then she wasn't going to bring a hoodie. Where were we? I think it was in Florida. She wasn't going to bring a hoodie. And I'm like, Taylor, it is February. Pack one. And she's like, it's not going to fit. And I'm like, move over. And sure enough, I rolled everything. I put it all in. And I'm like, do you want to bring one or two? Because you have plenty of space. Yeah, no. A lot of people just kind of like throw it in there. And I'm like, if you don't, throw it in there. And you actually like, why on it? the time. Yeah. 
And like for me personally, like I have a layout. I always put my stuff in, like my socks go in this corner, my bras go in this corner, my shirts go over here. And like, it's always just like the routine I do. And like, you'll get that as you, as you go. And like, personally, I like to keep, I like to keep everything like organized inside my suitcase, especially if you're traveling for shows. Cause it's like one night here, a night here, half a day here. It's always like, you pull everything out of your suitcase when you get to the hotel and you have to repack it and that's the worst yes part. so if it's organized you can kind of keep it as much condensed yeah. as Make possible sure you have the stuff you want to wear first on top and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff um saves time, Speaking uh, of saving having, time. if you are pa- um not packing if you are uh checking in a suitcase make sure to have a um portable scale yes they're that super cheap you can get them from like walmart they're like five bucks. Some yeah. places are a little bit more expensive, but unless you like, it just. I mean, you don't necessarily have to have one if you know you're not buying a ton of stuff and you're not going to be overweight. And yeah. it's like you can wait at home, and it's like I have. It's 20 always pounds. nicer to bring one though, just in case you do end up buying stuff. You got to make sure that your suitcase doesn't go over. And mm-hmm. I mean, when I was traveling Australia, the shitty thing was your carry-on had to be a certain weight too. So that made it really hard because between your carry-on and your personal item could only be a certain amount and your suitcase could only be a certain amount. So have your scale. It definitely helps. Scales are just, they're helpful. Yeah. Speaking of being helpful, if you are going across like to a different country, traveling internationally, you're going to need your passport, obviously. Well, there has been some incidents. Um, My good friend, Abby, lost her passport and we're from Canada and we are flying from February that's not right that's not a state from Florida to California but yeah so she lost her passport and luckily she had a scanned copy on her phone I mean it didn't work to get her through like you can't just be like here's a scan picture but she had that picture she had that number on it and so when she went up to the people and talked to them they ended up working it out they called Canada apparently figured it out and she was able to go on the flight fly there and back no problem and it's because she had a picture of it. So take pictures of your identification, take pictures of your documents, passports, driver's license, stuff like that. Because you never know. What if you lose yeah. your wallet? What if you lose and your I bag? And I tend to, I take a picture and then I also tend to give my mom pictures of it. Yes. Too. I like but take a picture. And I send lose it. My mom can send it to me. Yes. Or like, I'll like take a picture, send it to my mom. So it's in our messages. So that way I can like go back through messages and like find it if I accidentally deleted it or like ran out of storage. So that way you'll always have it there. Like that's where my social insurance number is. Cause my mom texted it to me when I was in Florida and that's where I know where it is. Like that's it. Also pack or pack, bring a credit card, mm-hmm. um, an emergency credit card. You don't necessarily need to be using it because just in case something happens, a credit card is always handy. Uh, when I yeah. first started traveling a lot, I wasn't old enough to have a credit card. So I had my mom's under my name. So did I. Which is, if your parents are all on board with you traveling, is a good thing to have because their credit cards are going to have more of a limit than yours will in case of an emergency. Yes. It's good like to have something just in case. Because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. So, it's unpredictable. Exactly. Have, have that. To- even if you're not spending cash, yeah. have a little bit on you. You don't want to do what I did in New York. Definitely I have a little bit of cash on me, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> no. Have some emergency cash. Have some emergency credit card or some sort of form of payment. And also, um, speaking of emergencies, bring first aid stuff. That's yes. the thing. Bring Band-Aids because you never know. You just could give you blisters or you can get a sliver in your finger or you could get a paper cut or could break your arm and like it's 
I mean, that's not going to help with band-aids. Also, you know for what I mean? buying gravel is also a good thing to put in your little first aid kit. Especially if you have not flown a lot or you're prone to getting, like, airplane Even if you're muscles. not, sometimes I bring it, like, I don't get sick on planes, but I bring it just in case you never know when or like who you're a with. plane's going to do something and, like, be in really bad turbulence and it's going to make you feel nauseous. So you just want to yeah. be careful and it doesn't take up a lot of room. Yeah, exactly. I think I do bring mine because I have mine in my little like vitamin yeah. kit thing, but I've never felt nauseous on planes or anything like that. I so, like, have to take gravel on my flight to and from Australia. Just because the distance or? I think, it, yeah, it's got to be the distance. Well, and the, for, the way there I took it and it also kind of helps me sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way there I took it, but then I fell asleep. But then the way home, I did not sleep and it was a 16 hour. So, a long time. Long time to not sleep. It's a very long time. Especially considering I think I got like three hours of sleep the night before. Yeah. That you another thing about traveling, especially if you're traveling for shows, you're not gonna get a lot of sleep. No, don't, don't expect to prepared to get sleep. Feel like the last few things are definitely to do with saving you money, which I know we all love. Um if you and are things to pack. Yes. Things that are important to pack that we have also help save money, which is first thing, water bottle. Bring an empty water bottle. Something smaller that you can slip in your purse or your backpack is great. Or you like me and bring. I mean, Cass has like a giant water bottle size for her head, bigger than her head, but that's because she drinks a lot of water. So figure out what kind of. And I need has... water every time or I get grumpy. Exactly. So it's like <laughs> have something, have an extra bottle because you never know. It's good just to have it just in case. So bring a water but bottle. You always have to pay for water. Like when we were in Disney that water is expensive exactly you want you water get free... to fill up at the yeah exactly you can get like free cups of water at places and fill it up and it just saves you so much time and money and it definitely does save you from getting dehydrated so bring that also bring an extra charger if you have one either a portable charger um with a cord or a full another like wall charger if you Going have on one that, also all the things we talked about in our like GA and like outdoor shows and like all the different kind of shows we talked about in previous episodes. Also make sure you pack those things because remember you're going to a show. Exactly. So don't forget the essentials because you're going to need them once you get there. So bring those things. When we were in California, both Jess and Taylor's chargers simultaneously stopped working um one of their cords stopped working the other my, one block stopped working. my cords stopped working so i was the only one that had a working charger <laughs> yeah taylor had the, the cord i had the block um but then taylor left hers on a greyhound so then taylor had nothing i had a block and cass had a full charger so three people with a charger and a half does not go very well so if you have an extra charger Especially one of the halves is just the block yeah. doesn't go very far i think she lost her block is what happened because the blocks don't tend to really break so if you're bringing anything, bring a cord. You can bring one of the tiny ones too. Like you can get like the tiny ones from 7-Eleven. Take up like no space. They're super, super light. And it just saves you time. Especially because if your phone break, like your charger breaks, it sucks. You have to go buy a new one. Like it's not something you can go without. I have another tip for when you're flying. Make sure the headphones you bring. Wireless is good for when you're um, like just wanting to wear your headphones and like listen to music. But if you want to watch a movie on one of the planes, make sure you have headphones. That have the circle. That have the circle, because that's how it plugs in. You won't be able to use this. Yeah, the one with, like, the rectangle doesn't work for 
planes. It's always going to be the circle. I mean, at least until planes update everything, but I doubt it'll ever Even happen. Even then, so. I don't know if they will because a lot of companies, phone companies still use these. Like, it's nice to have wireless ones so you can charge your phone and, like, mm-hmm. not have to worry about a cord. But if you want to watch for long flights. on, if you want to watch something on the uh, TV on your front seat, make sure you have the right kind of headphones. Yeah, I just honestly recommend bringing both. And all you people love your AirPods and everything, but you sometimes want to watch the TV. So bring a pair of extended headphones. Flight. Yes. I, didn't, I wasn't able to watch that TV on my flights to and from Australia. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. So bring something just in case, again, they take up like no space at all. Go to the freaking dollar store and buy a pair of headphones for $2 that work. They won't be the greatest, but they'll work. That way you can use your AirPods, listen to stuff, and, you know, and your phone's and dead. sometimes airlines will go around asking people if they need some. But again, they're not good headphones. They yeah. are like the ones that you buy in bulk, and they're crappy, and sometimes they don't even work. Exactly. Half the time, yeah, they're all gross and staticky. They don't work. Half the ear head things are broken. Like, you never really know. So be prepared. Just plan ahead of time. Go to the dollar store. Bring gum. That's another bring big thing. Bring gum. Bring, like, wipe things yeah but bring like white things like wipe down the things because they don't clean them very well now with covid they're cleaning them better but i mean personally i've never done that but bring hand sanitizer because like you never know what you're going to touch and stuff and if you're eating or whatever but yeah it's good just have stuff just in case you never know exactly a way of saving money is like eat like if you're going to a show don't eat at the venue Eat yes. outside the venue. If you are gonna eat before your flight, eat before you get to the airport, or eat yeah. after you get away from the airport because eat the airport away from like the destinations hike up the prices as much as they can, yes. right? Yeah, and you know, so, they make money doing it. Oh, one hundred percent. Try your best not to do it because it's expensive. And, yeah. no and like certain situations are gonna have to like super early morning flights. Well, you know what? You might just have to grab a bike to eat at the yeah. airport, but. You don't always have to do that. If you plan ahead of time, grab granola bars, grab muffins, grab apples, grab bananas, do whatever you need to do from like 7-Eleven or the closest grocery store so you have something just in case. And so that way you can avoid paying the super expensive airport or venue or tourist destination prices because those are pricey sometimes and not worth it. So just be smart about it. Plan ahead. Yeah. Exactly. Um... I think. I That's think, it. Um, I think this is our last like normal episode. Mm-hmm. Our final episode of the season is going to be a little bit different. We're going to leave it up to your imagination to figure yes. it out. I'm but to do that. We still have to kind of plan it a bit, but, but it should be fun. So make sure yeah. you subscribe and stay tuned for next week's episode because it's going to be a good one. It really is. It's going to be an exciting one. Mm-hmm. I'm really tired today. I'm so... But with um, Cass falling asleep, I think this is going to be the end of this episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but if they want to find you on Instagram or Twitter, where can they find you? On Twitter, you can find me at underscore it's just Taylor, or on Instagram, you can find me at jfolds1195. And where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram, it's at Cassidy Lesser, and on Twitter, it's at underscore Cassidy Page. And if they want to find us both on Instagram, on our podcast account, where can they find us? It is at our turn official. And in our bio, we have a little link tree link that kind of sends you to our Spotify profile or anchor profile or YouTube profile, all the places you can listen and stream um, the 
podcast that we exactly. blogged for a little while about. Yeah, so you can but, stay tuned, yeah. stay updated, get all the updates on there, and all the fun little things that are to come. So, yeah, with yeah. that being said, that is it for today. Thank you guys for tuning yeah. in. For tuning in, and I'm going to go and curl up in my jacket and get bed. We will see you next week, and we're excited for next week's show to happen. Very much so. Bye, guys. See ya.